Business Brain, episode 515, out of my brain on the train on casual Friday, January 12th, 2024. Welcome back to Business Brain, or welcome to Business Brain, if it's your first time here. We're the show where we take an idea or three, we dissect it, we analyze it, we crunch it, we pull it apart, we put it back together so that each and every one of us can tune our business brains every single time we get together. Sponsors for this episode include Shopify.com slash Business Brain, where you're going to go and sign up for a $1 per month trial, and... Squared Away at GoSquaredAway.com. Awesome service that employs and empowers highly educated military spouses to become your trusted remote executive assistants. All working on U.S. hours. We'll talk more in depth about each of those in a few minutes. For now, here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And I'm still out here in uh, Lafayette, California, Dave. I've been wearing the same jacket for the last three episodes yeah same that's right <laughs> yep 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 we should just that's have episode early, uniforms. early recorded yeah episode uniforms that's right that's I right like that. you could look at steve jobs on stage and uh, of course you know never like yeah. by quick glance you wouldn't necessarily know which uh which time it was yes. or if it was multiple different times yep. Genius. yeah i yep. like that yep hey i'm looking forward to uh today's show because we're going to talk about uh Avoiding the news. You have a story about that. I do. Fascinating. I am. When I'm in the car, I generally listen to podcasts, you know, spoken word stuff. If I need to listen to music, uh, I will. But for whatever reason in the car is not usually my music listening time. It it just becomes like spoken word stuff. And especially on the way home from gigs, because I, that's the last time I want to hear music uh, after playing for hours and hours. So what when I'm driving locally around town, you know, going to the post office or my chiropractor or whatever, kind of those, you know, short little trips, grocery store, whatever, I had it in my head that I had to listen to something that would fit into the time period of that drive. Mm. Therefore, I, for whatever reason, defaulted to daily news programming like the New York Times, the daily. I mean, every, every, every network's got one. And so I, it just became a habit and sure. you know i'm not out every day so i wouldn't listen to every episode of any given program i would just kind of look and be like oh that topic looks interesting I'd, I'd listen but invariably it was infusing my brain with all the things that are going on in the news i should maybe i shouldn't say this but i will say that i went years even while we were running mac observer without really paying attention to the news in, in in that it was not a habit. I, I am aware of the things that are going on in the world. Like things filter in without me needing to go and pull the news into my brain. Right. So yeah, sure. I, I, I would learn the things I needed to learn and, and, and certainly could research stuff if, if something piqued my interest or seemed important, but I wasn't just intentionally shoving news into my head. And that habit changed without really a whole lot of intention on my part in terms of the subject matter. It was like, well, the best thing to listen to is short form stuff, uh, daily news. There you yeah. go. Sure. Why not? And uh, that changed about a month ago. Uh, Getty Lee, the bass player and singer from the band Rush, put out his memoir, a book that he calls My and Life. And I bought the book and I was about to start reading it. And then I thought to look and sure enough, there is an audiobook, no great surprise. 
it's him reading it. And I thought, well, I want to hear him tell these stories. I'm a huge fan of the band. Like, I want to hear it in his voice. And it's sure, paid it off, sense. right? Yeah, it's great. And uh, and I had a, a like a couple of long car rides, you know, hour and a half long car rides the first week that I listened to this, which was a great way to get started. But it's, you know, 16 hours of audio or something. And so that got me going and certainly got me invested. And now it's the thing that I listen to when I'm in the car. I might only listen to 10, 15 minutes of it at a shot, but that's fine. And I, what I've learned from this is something that I know many of you who listen to podcasts already know, and you're shaking your head at me. You don't need to start and finish the episode when you start and finish any one given drive. You can pop in and out of an episode or other long form content like an audiobook as you wish. That's part of the beauty of podcasts. And I know I've preached this, but I've never quite practiced it until recently. Yeah. yeah. And look, I, you know, with this show we've intentionally made into those same bite sized chunks and it's worked out well for this show. But, you know, I do Gig Gab, which is an hour long, and Mac Geek Gab, which is like an hour and a half. And I know people pop in and out. We get notes that are like, well, I haven't finished the episode yet, but I wanted to comment on this one thing, which is totally fine. It's worked out great for almost 19 years. This not having the news intentionally shoved into my brain by me has been a game changer. Uh, I'm like... It, I again, I'm fairly aware of what's going on in the world. It's not sure. like I've can't completely avoid. lost yeah. touch, right? You can't avoid it, but not having it be just it, it is in, now it is intentional when I consume news as opposed to it just being habitual. And yeah. that, I think, is a is a really important thing. And it served me well for a very long time. And it is again serving me well. But I probably went two or three years here where I was just habitually filling my brain with not even news that I wanted to seek out, but just like, what's the best of these five things that I have as an option? Uh, I guess I'll pick the third one. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Much better to be in charge of your own content and what you take in. And that's a habit that I, I want to definitely dive. I want to dive into that and a couple other habits, uh, in the second part of the show. I think it's, Definitely worth talking about. All right. Look, when we're running our businesses, it often feels like there's never enough time to tackle all the priorities, right? Like managing your inbox and schedule. Like for me, that can take a lot of time out of my day. And then balancing just professional and personal life can be difficult. The little things pile up, right? Even simple tasks can be super distracting from the important work. Things like coordinating travel or planning an event or scheduling guests for a podcast is always more complicated than I expect. And that's why I'm so excited to talk about our sponsor, Squared Away. It's brilliant. Squared Away empowers highly educated military spouses to become your trusted remote executive assistants. I love this idea. It Like, how brilliant is this, right? Military spouses... They've got that drive and dedication. It's a fantastic talent pool. Squared Away assistance specialize in giving you your time back to focus on what really matters. So whether you need administrative support for your team, an extra hand with a new project, or help with even personal priorities, Squared Away assistance anticipate your needs and let you focus on your high-return tasks. They deliver top-notch work at a fraction of the cost of a full-time employee. 
Squared Away teammates operate in all U.S. time zones and work as W-2 employees, not contractors. And the sky's the limit. Squared Away offers custom plans to give you exactly the support your business needs to thrive. I highly recommend checking out Squared Away today. See how they can help you. Just go to GoSquaredAway.com. That's GoSquaredAway.com. G-O-S-Q-U-A-R-E-D-A-W-A-Y.com. And our thanks to Squared Away for sponsoring this episode. About six years ago, I got involved with this new business. I was brought in to help make sure the money was flowing in the right direction and kind of keep things on track. And over time, you know, responsibilities expand. One day we were in a staff meeting. I was there with my two partners and we decided we should add merch to one of the things that we offer, you know, for our users. And it was obvious that it fell to me to figure this out. And it was the farthest thing from my mind. Like I had, when I woke up that day, I had no idea what to do. But by the end of that day, we were selling mugs and t-shirts and, you know, merch in our store so easily, all because I used our sponsor, Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. Yep. They manage online and in person all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. So whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Hey, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all in one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered and you can sell more with less effort now thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. And I love this about Shopify. All of my friends that use Shopify have similar stories to mine. It's fantastic because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Because you're a business brand listener, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash business brain, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash business brain now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash business brain. And uh, our thanks to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. So Shannon, when I shared with you my habit changing uh, unintentional habit changing of my news consumption or my, my content consumption for this episode, you it resonated with you and it reminded it, you of, of other habits we might be able to change. Yeah. I, I want to talk about this news habit too. I, I, one of my follows on the, the X platform is, is Steve and his account name is millionaire habits, which I think ah. is, is great. And I love his handle, Steve on speed. Um, but <laughs> like he that. was That's posting, good. uh, you know, this kind of a laundry list of, of ways to, to make money. And, you know, his concept is, is, you know, millionaire habits, of course. Sure. And it's got one a, of the that, things, that, that, that's a great t-shirt thing. So, you know, yep. millionaire habits. Yep. it's good that's brand. Right yeah. Right yep. And so one of them that I really like and, and resonated with me when you mentioned the news is, uh, he posted, very few rich people are addicted to the news. The news is designed to make us upset, angry, fearful. None of these emotions help us to build wealth. 
rich people are too busy getting rich to worry about the day's manufactured drama. And I love that. I think I, it's, it's so true. true. Yeah. And, it, you know, because it is. I mean, there is news out there that's important yeah. to be aware yeah. of as a functional of member of society. Yes. But, yes. The, you know, his term addicted, my term earlier, a habit, you know, they... They are not the same thing, but they certainly resemble one another. They look the same. Yes. <laughs> you know, yes. I was yes. able to Absolutely. break this habit very easily yep. by by simply having something else that I wanted to listen to that that yeah. I that I was willing to break my habit for. That's all it really was. And now I've got I've queued up a bunch of things that I'm looking yep. forward to long That's form right. stuff that I've I've yep. missed out it's on. It's really important. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, I, I do the same thing. So I thought I'd jump into a few of these other okay. habits that yeah. I like. Um, and one of them is that uh, most millionaires are self-made. Yes, we all get help, but the vast well, sure. majority don't inherit uh, our wealth. It's 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 proven. He's yeah, exactly. we're given a leg up to, <clears throat> yeah, to I mean, you know, it, we, we all start with a very family education, all this kinds of stuff, what, whatever, on and on and on, whatever it might be. Yeah. yeah we don't, we're, we're not, we, it's not don't created in a, in a vacuum, Correct. but, Correct. but it is an opportunity to yeah. be either ignored or leveraged. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so he says, you know, rich people earn it. They start a business, they invest in real estate, they invent a new product but here's the key is they provide value. Mm. And that that's it. If you can provide value in such a way, your chances of building wealth are just, you know, far higher and you attract luck and whether that's value to other people in in all different Forms. Yeah, it would be, it would have to be it. value to other people in whatever yeah, form that is, right? I mean, provide value. Yeah, yep. rich, rich people are rich because they provide yep. value to other people. Like it, it, yep. that's how that works. Yeah, that's right. The the another one is it, it perfect. So getting rich is a habit. Habits are things we do without thinking about them. Rich people's habits are different. Rich people rarely complain. Think long term have tangible goals, but I would train that, change that to they have proved, they use proven systems. Sure. They know that time is money. That's why they call it time well spent because you spend your time every single day. Every time. Yeah. And uh, he also adds a diet and exercise regularly. I don't know about that, but I exercise. Yes. Diet. No, not for me, but um, I'm, a, and, I'm aware of what I eat, but only, yeah. only because I, I did that thing a couple of years ago to, yes. to try and solve again, not, a, a diet or or weight problem, but you know I had this thing that was driving me crazy with those little yeah. lumps that I get in my arm. That's right. Yep. yep. And, and so I, w- yeah, w- didn't help the I... lumps, by the way. But I did as a byproduct <laughs> of it. It was a it was a, the byproduct of the failed experiment. Yes. Was that I relearned what a portion size eat. is. I relearned how to eat. How yeah. To eat. yeah. And once I had Jeez. that knowledge, I had a desire for that knowledge, which again yeah. turned out to be failed uh, or flawed, uh, but. Right. It, once I had the knowledge, it was like, oh, this makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And do I do I still eat ice cream and, and drink alcohol? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. I just am aware of what those things mean when I put them in my body. That's, yeah, that's all. Right. That's, that's right. It. I had a big yeah. bowl of ice cream last night. I knew exactly same. what it's doing. I, I did same. <laughs> and I knew it was yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. 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 yeah fine. It, uh, this is one I love. I, I make this comment all the time, and I've actually done the T-shirt hold-up thing on X, is, you know, I always say the right spouse is a force multiplier. And I stole that from Colin Powell. He he oh, had a phrase that 
he said optimism is a force multiplier. And I, I totally agree with that. Yes. But I have learned that the right spouse is also a force multiplier. Steve says, your significant other will make or break you. I am, I am where I am today because of the person I married. The right spouse will support you in your goals, not stand in your way. Uh, and, you know, so that that's it, it, it seems so basic, but whoever you wind up with and whoever you are around. Yeah, it's that, it's that pyramid you were talking about a, people, a month ago. Pyramid. So, whatever, yeah. The people pyramid. Yeah. 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 You yeah. want to be surrounded by people that support you and lift you up, not question you, are jealous of you, don't believe in you, think you're flaky because you're trying 10 different things and you hope one of them sticks. Because especially as a new entrepreneur, you know, when you're just getting started, you know, it's very easy to be around people that doubt you. Oh, and that, it's that want to ridicule you. It's, that's right? the default. It's more common. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So that's where I always say, don't talk about what you're going to do. Talk about what you've done because that helps solve that problem. You got to. Yeah, you can get you away know. with that with a lot of people. You can't get away with that with your your partner. If, uh, no, right? Not like with your spouse. They correct. It, 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 like it's this pe- people pyramid thing. I would say it's it like. It starts with your your partner, whoever whoever that it, that is, yeah. and and if you don't have one, it, like I would say, some people might argue that that would be a a benefit in a sense because Maybe. not having one is better than having a partner who is doubting you. Yeah, because yeah, if right. if you are being doubted at every turn and you can't get away from it because you literally live with the source of that doubt, you're not going to do this. You're and if they yes. And if they treat you that way, yeah. Think about if you ever have kids with that person, how they're going to treat your kids, yeah, and how that is that cycle is going to go. Because you know, not to make this not about having make a show about having kids, but your kids are like a grand experiment, right? Yes, they're they're taking in all this stuff like by osmosis, yeah. your actions, the way you and your spouse interact, the way your businesses impact their life. Because like if if you're just if quote thinking that being busy is uh, important and you're home late every night. What do you think they're going to think about being a business? They're going to be like, I don't ever want to do that because my dad or my mom was never home. And so you're teaching people this stuff all the time. And that support from your spouse to be successful in business, to build wealth, to, to give you that runway to be successful, because let's face it, there's a lot of failure involved oh, you're in gonna fail to success of course yeah, of course yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely so um let me see if there's anything else uh it talks about you know you don't need to hustle 24 7 burnout doesn't help you get rich it makes you less effective True. yeah it's it's that concept of focusing on outputs more on inputs that we've been talking about lately yep um burnout means poor decisions more fatigue less motivation uh poor sleep so you know, proper rest and sleep means you can push harder during the day. Um, what else has he got here? I, I've been tracking my sleep with my Apple Watch. Yeah, for the last month or so, and you know, it's just that whole that which is monitored is managed kind of thing. I'm not yeah, obsessing sure. about it, but I'm like certainly it. aware of it because I'm yeah. I'm just wearing my. I, I wound up getting a new Apple Watch, and so I have an old one, and was like, well, let me just use this for sleep. And uh, it's been it's been enlightening. And, and, and not, again, I don't think about it much, but I find that I am habitually being a little more 
aware of, well, if I go to sleep now, I know I need to be awake by whatever, 8 a.m., 7, whatever it is the next day. So, yeah, and I know that six hours of sleep is the right number for me. You know, if I get a little more than six, I'm good. If yeah. I get less than six, five hours, probably not, uh, you know, I can you function. Know sure. But it's like I'm going to have a better day if I if I get my six hours. And so just being aware of like of that has been super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. We do a whole show on sleep. It's critical. Oh, um, I yeah. we should. That might be worth finding a guest for. Yeah, like that's somebody that's idea. that's great. If you if you're great about if you're if you're into this sleep thing and you know things about it or know someone who is feedback at, at uh, yeah. I almost said the other show feedback at businessbrain.show. I if I had said the other one, it would still would get to me and it would be okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you get it, you get it. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna leave you with one that I really like. Okay. Uh, as we wrap up here, and this is from again from Steve on Speed, Steve Millionaire Habits on uh, X slash Twitter. Uh, he says passions don't pay the bills. That's a t-shirt right there. Uh, generally, your strengths pay the bills, not your passions. Passions are more creative. Strengths are more marketable. Follow your strengths. Uh-oh, what I did. It. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I just lost it, it. That's interesting. Yeah. Where did I get it? I lost it. There you go. Oh, yeah. Passion. Follow your strengths, then pursue your passions without worrying about earning a full-time income. And I, I like this because I've seen so many people – ruin a hobby or something they're interested in by trying to turn it into a business, right? Yeah. The, the quickest way to destroy your hobby is to try to make money. To make it, it a J-O-B. That's it. it. Oh, it's terrible. I, I kind of did yeah. that. But, well, but I picked, I, like I have a lot of hobbies, it, you yes. know, the, the, like the, the, the nerdy computer thing is one and then like music would be another. And yes. I've ma I make money from both of those. And if you work for the IRS, I can prove to you that both yeah. of those are businesses. However, yes. I... I put food on my table with the nerdy hobby that I've turned into a business because there is a strength there. I'm, I I feel like I'm a pretty strength. strong musician yeah. too, but it yeah. if I wanted to make money with music, I would almost certainly have to tour on the road all the time. Yeah, it, you know, or a producer, right? or I would have to live in you know a major city new yeah. york la london Nash nashville nashville is right. hard to make money as a musician yeah. it, it, it talks to me on our other show about that it it's a great place to play music you will not make money unless you are at the top of the food chain i i know a guy who played in nashville forever he played for 50,000 people and made $50 because that's what the club next door that had 50 people in it would have paid him and the person who was playing for 50,000 people Rough. knew it didn't matter who was playing the drums behind him. Anyway, that's my Nashville thing. And that's, yeah. uh, that's a common thing in Nashville, but it, certainly yeah. you so, can make money. But, but yeah. I chose to do this because it means I travel slightly less. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are your habits for building wealth for success? You know, call them millionaire habits or whatever, what have you. Yeah. But, uh, We'd love to hear from you. Feedback at businessbrain.show. I think we're about to roll out maybe a new contest for uh, I think so. emails that come in if we feature them on the show. So reach out and uh, let us know what you think. So yeah. you can share. We can build our stronger business brains together. Feedback at businessbrain.show. Check out our sponsors, gosquaredaway.com and shopify.com slash businessbrain. And keep on living that charmed life. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.